So this isn't actually the intro that's gonna come after this, but I realized like five minutes in that my headphones weren't plugged in. So the first five minutes of the audio suck so bad, but it gets better after that. So I hope you stick it through. wasn't a good day for me. Um, I, if you listen to my first episode, I was expressing my excitement for having my doctor's appointment so that I could talk about new medications um, that I could be taking instead of the ones that I was taking before that I should still be taking, but I haven't been and I kind of just allowed myself to do that because I had this appointment. Um, and I was also hoping to talk a little bit more just about different diagnosis and things of that sort. Um, and I missed my appointment this morning. Which, it doesn't seem like a big deal. And... I had to collect my thoughts for a second. Um, It doesn't seem like a big deal, but again, I was really looking forward to the appointment, Um, especially because of how I've been lately. And I really needed that help. And I somehow managed to not wake up for it. I don't I was awake, and then I guess I wasn't, and um, my boyfriend had forgot about my appointment, so he also didn't wake me up because I was just sleeping in, and when I woke up, and I realized what time it was, and it was past my appointment, um, and it was only like 10 minutes past my appointment. And I tried calling, but I haven't gotten the chance to pay my phone bill. Fuck it, it happens, right? I haven't been able to, and I, as soon as I I, I woke up and I lunged myself out of bed, panicking because I saw the time, and then I went to go call them, but the call couldn't go through, (laughs) and I didn't handle that well. Um, I had a pretty big, I I guess I'm going to use the word meltdown, but I'm not even going to consider it a meltdown because I was really, really devastated and disappointed in myself. So I, um, cried for kind of a while I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big crier. Like I said <laughs> in my first episode, I feel my emotions really deeply. And also, I mean, part of that isn't really in my control because of, how the, because of my brain chemistry. So, <sighs> but that happened. Um, I had a second wave of it, which um, was actually worse than the first. And I was screaming and crying into my 
comforter because I was, you know, I, there was a lot of anger for myself because I, with how badly I wanted to go to him, with how much I need it, like I, you know, there should have been things that I did. There should have been steps that I took to have made sure that I went to it. And that's kind of also what played into me really just bursting out emotions because I I was only feeling negative feelings um, about the situations that were affecting me and about myself. So um, it was a lot for me to handle. And yeah, so now since then I get very drained from my emotions also. So, I've just been kind of not doing anything. I <laughs> I did reschedule my appointment uh, for January. So, <laughs> okay, well, that's how mush my brain is. I didn't even realize that um, the microphone wasn't plugged in, so that's awesome. Um, I apologize for the first five minutes being probably some whack-ass audio. I'm glad I realized when I did, I guess, so that's, that's a positive thing. But as I was saying, yeah, um, it's a comically long wait (laughs) to get into the doctor's office, so I have to now wait until January, and I knew, I knew that the wait, the waits for her have been really long, so that's another reason that I kind of lost it this morning because I was like, what else can you explain it as? It's literally just disappointment and sadness and frustration. And But what can you do? I mean, I felt those feelings now. I have digested why I reacted the way that I did. And, you know, I'm okay that I reacted that way. I let myself feel my feelings and... I now have another appointment, so I guess we'll just have to wait for that. Um, But this also means that I will be starting the meds that I stopped taking, that I felt comfortable not taking because I was going to have my appointment today. So I'm not taking those. No, whoa! (laughs) My- the intrusive thought in my brain won. No, I am taking them. Oh my god, no, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I haven't... (laughs) I haven't picked them up or anything, but... I'm planning on starting to take them again. Even though I didn't feel as though they were really targeting the things that I needed. They were still definitely doing something. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that sucks, kind of. Not because I I mind taking anything, I don't care, I will, you know, I'm been so hopeless that like, are you kidding me, I'll fucking take five of them if it means that I'll be able to live my life like a normal person. (laughs) So it's not that, you know, I'm like against taking anything for um, mental illnesses or anything like that, I just... It kind of sucks, you know, having stopped and then having to start the same ones that you stopped again, only to plan on stopping them once I go to my appointment. But, oh well, what can you do, right? (laughs) 
I feel like I say that a lot, and honestly, it brings me a lot of peace. I think, um, because I have always been very hyper aware of the things that I can control, and then that's kind of like, um, I guess internal situations that I'm able to fix or make right, you know, those cause me a lot of anxiety, but because I am always overwhelmed with all of my emotions in regards to that, I feel like I learned to let go of things that are external situations that are never going to be in my control really easily by simply literally just being like, well, (laughs) which I mean, obviously it's a lot easier said than done, especially because um, even though I do feel my emotions deeply, I feel like I have a pretty good temperament and I don't necessarily like am anger, uh, quick to anger or anything like that. Um, unless it's something that I'm very passionate about, then whew, it's immediately. But there's a lot of unnecessary stress that you can bring on to yourself if you're always concerned on of both, you know, both the internal and the external, um, I guess, unexpected situations. Um, so I had another one actually that just reminds me this happened yesterday so this (laughs) this happened yesterday after I just told you how I've been feeling how I woke up this morning so yesterday I've been telling everybody this little story because (laughs) well the beginning part of it is necessary to the story but basically the toilet was clogged and I was going to go into the bathroom um my boyfriend Kate had already left for work and I was going to go into the bathroom to take my little routine pre-work poop. Duh. Are you kidding me? That's like, I my body has straight up gone into its own schedule where it's like, okay, before work and then after work. Sorry if you're grossed out by that. If you are, grow up. Everybody does it and I'm going to talk about it. Anyways, so I was getting ready. I was getting ready to go up there. I grabbed my little poop spray and I lift up the <laughs> toilet lid and there's toilet paper in there. So I'm like, okay, no worries. That's why they invented the little flush lever. So I flush it. Unfortunately, it does not do what it's intended to do. <laughs> and it starts filling to the brim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like sing song certain things when I'm like telling stories just because I'm like, I feel like that's how I feel in the moment. So I don't know. It fills to the brim and I... Like, I wish you could see my face right now. My mouth was just agape, and I was staring at it, and I was freaking out because I had to leave for work. And here comes my little kitten. Hi, Miss Almond. Are you going to purr for the people? Give the people a purr. (laughs) That's some ASMR for you guys. (laughs) Okay, so... Where was I before I was delightfully interrupted? Um, Poop spray, original citrus, that is important. Um, Yeah, so after it goes to the brim, I'm freaking out. (laughs) I'm texting Cade freaking out because I have to leave for work. And I'm like, what do we do? And he said that he would deal with it when he got home because um, to fix it, I would have to plunge it. But it was to the brim, so the water would get everywhere. But I didn't have time. Like, I had to leave. Um, and so I left it and I shouldn't have left it. I should have known better. I should have, 
what again what can you do so I (laughs) go to work I had a trainee um yesterday it was her first day she did really good anyways so I do that and in between um for my break I wasn't gonna I couldn't stop anywhere for food (laughs) so I came back home because I was gonna make myself a little sandwich right a little sandwich a little honey roasted ham sandwich and I come home I'm not even thinking anything about anything and I'm I walk like right next to our stairs and I hear and I'm like what and I look down tell me why there's water coming out from under the floorboards I couldn't tell you at the moment so I then perk up my ears and I start hearing dripping so I run to the kitchen there's water running down the side of our walls coming from upstairs the entire all of our counters which I mean granted we don't have that much counter space but still all of our counters were completely like as much water as you could possibly think was on our counters there was and it was leaking from the ceiling and it went into all of our cereal boxes uh, <laughs> all of our cereal boxes um we only saved one which was the cinnamon life cereal because kate <laughs> kate wanted life cereal because we're literally grandparents for some reason i don't know why we, we behave like we're like 80 years old I'm just roasting him to be funny. I actually really fucking love that cereal. It's actually really good. You guys should try it. <laughs> Anyways, that's, the, yeah, that was the only cereal that we have because all of the other ones got full of nasty little toilet water. And I run upstairs, all, the entire bathroom is just covered in water it's like because apparently our toilet continued like cycling the water through but obviously it was clogged so it couldn't do that so it just kept overflowing (laughs) oh yeah I was panicking it wasn't what I was expecting it it really cut into my sandwich eating time Um, I had a had a FaceTime. I couldn't call again another issue I couldn't call Cade because same same problem that I mentioned earlier and so I was FaceTiming him, but he's obviously at work, so he couldn't actually answer. But um, I kind of did that as a way so that he would maybe look at his phone, because if he's working, he's not on his phone. And he it worked, so pro tip. And I was like, I don't know, like, you need to get here because I need to go back to work, but, like, this needs dealt with, and, like, I don't know what to do. And I was freaking out, and I was really overwhelmed. So I started, <laughs> I started crying. I was overwhelmed because I was like, oh, my God, of, like, of course this would happen. <laughs> of course this would happen. So I was like... I don't know there wasn't anything that I could do to make the situation better really like we just were throwing towels on it but it was just so much water um luckily though Kate did end up um leaving work because I figured it was also likely that um he would be able to leave really because of the relationship with like his workplace that he has well not that I don't have that but um I'm more on a schedule and I was training so I was like I can't just like not go back to work but So luckily he came, um, emergency maintenance came, they were really helpful and cool, and everything, you know, quote-unquote okay, our floorboards are, like, raised. (laughs) And of course, the serial casualties. But, like I said, what can you do? And 
I kind of want to talk about like why things like that bring me peace because um things are frustrating duh like those things made me really really frustrated and angry and sad and all of that but like over the let's say that um I felt a lot of anger inside and that outwardly manifested and I started maybe like throwing things around or like you know getting really like worked up and doing just letting it take over like my physical body um that of course could feel potentially cathartic in the moment and kind of feel like that's what you needed to cool off steam um but I I realized really really quickly especially because of how again like intense I feel my feelings that it was just exhausting giving so much energy to every little thing in my life (laughs) and I think that's kind of like if I you know had felt a lot of anger and like I'd done that that wouldn't have stopped the issue from happening and it would have you know people say like it will it would have made it worse and I guess sure but like in the moment you're not even thinking about that so I don't even like bringing that up because it's like you need to deal with your emotions before acting out because if you already act out and then you just like beat yourself up over acting out that way like that's not going to solve anything if you don't really try to like process you know I don't know maybe I'm fucking just talking well I am just talking oh my god my brain (laughs) oh so that's kind of why I just learned to not put energy into external situations that aren't in your control and obviously that is literally the issue with anxiety the (laughs) anxieties are freaking out about everything at all times because you want to control them and it's scary that you can't and you know all of these possibilities there's endless possibilities of things that could happen um but what's what's meant to happen to you what's gonna happen to you you know it will and that's not going to change, but your reaction can change. And it's it's just, everything feels less overwhelming when I view it like that. Like when that um, toilet overflowing like flood situation happened, I did internally feel all of those feelings. Like I was, I was obviously angry because I was like, this could have been preventable. And like, of course you know but like what can't be like so many things can be so it's like why focus on that and not the stuff that has just happened you know I don't know and also I'm not trying to be all high and mighty because like again I had a meltdown (laughs) like I was I was freaking out and um I was really frustrated and sometimes when I get overwhelmed and frustrated I um well again I'm overwhelmed so I can get really like um not even irritable just like antsy because things aren't like getting fixed so I did get frustrated even when like Cade was here and he was like trying to help um which I did apologize for obviously because even though it wasn't my intention even though I was rightfully so very overwhelmed (laughs) and frustrated I still you know didn't deserve to like put him in the middle of that not I didn't you know yell at him or anything but I can kind of have an attitude if I'm, like, just upset about the situations that are going on. So, it's important to recognize that and apologize because that's not you, like, saying, like, 
hey, so I just came to the conclusion that I'm actually a piece of shit and I can't be nice to the people that I love and I get really angry. Um, you know what I mean? That's not you saying that. That's you like recognizing that like, oh, you, the way that I acted in that situation, given the circumstances, was valid, but was it nice? <laughs> so it's, you know, um, especially other people that aren't in your brain, they aren't going to know the things that are really going on up there. So if you just kind of um, maybe say something with a certain tone, sometimes people can take it personally, even though it wasn't your intention. And I'm, it's not like I'm telling you this for the first time, probably, but I just felt like that was needed to be said because, um, yeah, I got pretty frustrated. But what I'm talking about in regards to just being like, oh, well, like it happens. What are you going to do? Is that I felt those emotions in the moment, but I didn't dwell on them long because I realized, like, okay, after I felt that, like, it felt good to be frustrated at it and, like, kind of feel a little bit of guilt and shame because guess what? Next time, that toilet is getting dealt with. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of just learned to digest situations after they happen and my reactions to them. Um, and kind of, like, just analyze myself and then go from there just to how I'll, like, react to future situations or how I can prevent future situations. Because there's a way to do that also without, like, it having to be anxiety, just, like, planning. <laughs> like, being aware of, like, certain things that could happen. Um, but when it becomes obsessive and when it becomes, like, um, all-consuming, that's when your anxieties and your worry for the future should probably be reevaluated. Um, man, Almond really wants to be a part of the pod. She is rubbing up on my hand like there's no tomorrow. But yeah, so like that happened and then this morning woke up, all that happened. And also, isn't it funny how no matter how many times I can, like, sit here and really say, like, it's important to regulate your emotions. I still have terrible emotional dysregulation, so <laughs> literally the very next day I had a meltdown. Um, but again, I'm, I mean, like, I was very, very sad. Very, very sad. So, sorry, but that meltdown was bound to happen. Like, I, there was something that I'm really disappointed in myself about. But, I guess now we just gotta wait patiently until January. And I'm trying to think of what I want to go into, like, talking about. And I think it's gonna be anger. Um, and I don't have a great relationship with anger. Because growing up, <clears throat> the male figure in my life was the poster boy for <laughs> anger and, you know unleashing it and stuff like that whatever um so I don't have a good experience with it and I kind of wanted to talk about like what happens when you're surrounded by it constantly and kind of how that shapes you and how you react to things um so like I said I was surrounded by anger growing up which turned me into how can I avoid this at literally all costs so already that got, kind of just changed my brain chemistry because I learned the things that make people angry like specifically um how to do things to stop that from happening like 
anxiety taking over and then just thinking of like things so proactively in a like in advance to make sure that it can't lead anywhere where anger is you know the like end result so that already makes for especially if a kid is growing up in that environment it's an unpredictable environment um it's not a safe environment Whether, you know, it doesn't have to be physical. Anger doesn't always have to be physical. Anger can be... Words are one of the strongest weapons that anybody could have. So, you know, anger can manifest in even the softest of tones. So, I mean, when you're always surrounded by anger, even if it's kind of disguised as something else... You just learn to avoid it at all costs. Or you just adapt that yourself, which also isn't a good thing because nobody likes living like that. Nobody likes being angry. People can say what they want, especially if people are, like, angry people. They can maybe say that, like, oh, it's just, you know, how they are. But nobody likes anger and the feeling of it. So that's also where I learned that not everything deserves an outwardly angry response. Because I would see it happen over these, you know, the tiniest scenarios. And I was like, what? What is going on? All I did was open a new box of cereal, you know, and I would be getting yelled at in the kitchen because there were too many boxes of cereal open. And it's like, okay, you can feel that inside because I feel that I feel stuff like that all the time. I'm constantly so over analytical of everything, but like, that's my problem, right? Like, that's me like having an issue with the order in which somebody has like their perfumes lined up or something like that like that's a me thing but putting that onto other people especially kids is just gonna make them be fearful of situations where they aren't going to know the reactions of people can make people pretty avoidant also I luckily then turned I you know and I'm not gonna toot my own horn or anything but I'm like I am glad, I guess, that everything that happened to me happened to me because whether I like it or not, I'm still here. So who knows if somebody else would be or if somebody else would, you know, be way better than me and like be living their life as like a movie star or something. But I guess that's kind of why I'm like, because things could have gone very, very wrong <laughs> with me. And luckily, um, I don't know what it was, but something happened and I, I never really adapted all of the negative things well you know what and I'm not gonna say that because I did just in my own way I did it in my way where it's all internalized sometimes it you know leaks out we're not perfect but um it just kind of made me really be annoyed by anger I guess because I would be like it's so you know it's so unnecessary you don't need to be so angry about certain things And in my brain, you know, it's so much easier said than done. Like, anger is a strong emotion and it's very overpowering. But that's kind of why my brain is like the way it is now, I guess, because I just was annoyed by it and I didn't see a point in it. And um, that also made me resent whenever I would get angry because I would be like, oh, you know, I'm... I'm just like my dad or, ew, or like anything like that, which no, I am not. But also, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I got to pick and choose, right? <laughs> but I guess that's a good thing. So I just became very hyper aware really early on 
of what anger does to people and the people around it and how it affects everybody and everything and how for some reason it's like the driving force of like so many things and people that I obviously don't align myself with. I mean, I, and sometimes I guess anger and the way that I'm thinking about it is unprovoked anger, almost the anger that's projected for being angry at oneself somehow, you know, not like, like, because I get angry a lot about a lot of things also, like, you know, our current political climate can make me pretty angry but that's a lot different than you know somebody accidentally getting someone the wrong I don't know flavor of ice cream and then like throwing it against the wall like that's (laughs) you know one's justified but then that begs the question like if one is justified then can all of them be justified to some degree the answer is (laughs) no I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just talking to my ass. Whoa, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know why I said it like that. But I was just rambling. Yeah, I don't, I don't like anger. I try to avoid it at all costs, which is also kind of, I don't want to say hard because I don't think it's hard for me to not be angry. Does that sentence make sense? It's not hard for me to not be angry. But I do feel like I have plenty of things to be angry about that I could very easily, like, just dedicate the rest of my life to continue being angry about all of those things. So it's, like, making the conscious choice to not sit in all of, like, the anger and the resentment that I have for, like, my past. It's definitely the harder choice. It's way easier to just replay everything that's ever gone wrong that could have easily gone right like over and over again um but I I mean that's a really sad thing to do which I mean I catch myself doing that also it's hard mourning the life that you could have had but that can quickly to turn it into like mourning your current state of being and that's that's a really dark and deep and lonely hole to get into so that's why I kind of just don't let myself think that way about things that's why I just say like what can you do or like oh well it already happened you know nothing that I do today is gonna change any of that so I might as well do things that will change the stuff that's gonna happen tomorrow With that being said, I think I kind of want to end off on some things that make me angry. (laughs) Because sometimes, in a good way, anger can be fun. Um, For example, one thing that makes me extremely angry is when people are in the left turn lane, right? There's a designated left turn lane and people are in it. People are waiting. If you are in that lane, why are you not staring at the stoplight like your life depends on it? Why are you not like not holding your eyelids so open that your eyes are drying out so that you can focus and go when the light turns green. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Why are you not looking at it? If you know that it's a timed thing and that there's people behind you, why do people just not pay attention sometimes? 
<laughs> like, I don't get it. And I guess to show, like, the spin that I kind of put on my, like, thoughts, um, how I said that makes me angry, when I'm experiencing that in person, which happens, unfortunately, quite frequently, <laughs> um, I mean, I just sit there and I'm like, well, of course this would happen because people love doing that. And then that's it, you know, like, because there's no point of me, like, huffing and puffing in the moment because I'm like, it's probably gonna happen tomorrow. <laughs> if I get mad at every time it happens, like, oh my god, that's so much, there's so many times of me getting mad or having, like, road rage. I've also just never really been a road rage person, and I think that's just kind of me being, like, you know, some people just are like that, and sometimes it can be, like, a little personality trait, but, you know, if it's, like, toxic and the way that you're about to get out of the car and, like, fist fight somebody in the street, please, please... <laughs> sit there and maybe next time just think like you know what of course this would happen because I'm in this lane <laughs> that's something that we that's something that Kate and I say a lot and he actually is kind of the reason why I started saying things like that um just because he would whenever bad things would happen to him he would just be like oh they knew that I was coming or like oh you know we just kind of adopted the idea of like of course this would happen to us and then we just kind of move on i and i guess now i'm kind of putting it together i would give him credit for kind of giving me that mindset a little bit too because i i would say that i just kind of needy needed some words to put to it because i would take i love deep breaths so i'm a big um deep breather <laughs> when um i'm feeling like angry and stuff so i was you know I would be able to regulate it to an extent, but kind of giving it a silly little phrase um, really just makes it kind of a joke, and then it makes it fun, and then that way it turns into giggling at a situation that you otherwise would be, you know, maybe setting your phone down really hard <laughs> at. <laughs> like, just that type of anger. It turns into um, a silly fun time. I can only think of two other things. Um that like really ensue that type of anger from me and it just kind of tells you <laughs> me as a person another thing that makes me very very angry is when people are mean to animals and like sure like of course everybody I'm, I would hope that everybody is angry about that um but I want to talk about specifically cats because there are people who just hate cats and they've never even like had one or really interacted with one in a way that like would make the cat like you like you can't just it's not you can't just like grab it and like play with it in a way that it's not gonna like like hello that's I don't know that makes me angry and then I guess the other thing that makes me angry and this is more of like an internal problem um just because I refuse to, like, open my mouth if I'm not, like, 100% sure of what I'm saying. So, it makes me angry when people just, when people just be saying shit and they, like, don't actually know. I don't know. I can't, that's also probably just my mental illness. Like, I can't, I can't fathom saying things if you aren't 100% right about what you're saying. I don't know. You let me know if you agree with those or if they seem, like, far-fetched to you. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for today. Um, this one was way less structured than the first episode. Um, it's probably gonna be... 
I don't know, I don't want to restrict myself on how I'm doing them, but I do think that I want to start kind of putting themes to some of them. Um, I have a couple in mind, and I have a couple of people also that I would love to have talked to me about them, um, so that's really exciting. But uh, yeah, if you listened all the way through, again, thank you so, 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 so much, because it means so much to me, and it makes me so excited that you're in this with me until the very end. Um, obviously, it is conditional. You can stop listening whenever you would like, but um, because you stayed, I love you for it. So thank you, and I will see you guys soon.